Beowulf, Canto 14, The Final Battle. Then he said farewell to his followers, each in turn for the last time. I use no sword, no weapon, if this beast could be killed without it, crushed to death like Grendel, gripped in my hands and torn limb from limb. But his breath will be burning hot. Poison will pour from his tongue. I feel no shame with shield and sword and armor against this monster. When he comes to me, I mean to stand, not run from his shooting flames. Stand till fate decides which of us wins. My heart is firm, my hands calm. I need no hot words. Wait for me close by, my friends. We shall see soon who will survive this bloody battle. Stand when the fighting is done. No one else could do what I mean to here. No man but me could hope to defeat this monster. No one could try. And this dragon's treasure, his gold, and everything hidden in that tower will be mine, or war will sweep me to a bitter death. Then Beowulf rose, still brave, still strong, and with his shield at his side and a mail shirt on his breast, strode calmly, confidently toward the tower under the rocky cliffs. No coward could have walked there. And then he who'd endured dozens of desperate battles, who'd stood boldly while swords and shields clashed, the best of kings, saw huge stone arches and felt the heat of the dragon's breath flooding down through the hidden entrance, too hot for anyone to stand, a streaming current of fire and smoke that blocked all passage. And the gate's lord and leader, angry, lowered his sword and roared out a battle cry, a call so loud and clear that it reached through the hoary rock, hung in the dragon's ear. The beast rose, angry, knowing a man had come, and then nothing but war could have followed. Its breath came first, a steaming cloud pouring from the stone, then the earth itself shook. Beowulf swung his shield into place, held it in front of him, facing the entrance. The dragon coiled and uncoiled, its heart urging it into battle. Beowulf's ancient sword was waiting, unsheathed his sharp and gleaming blade. The beasts came closer. Both of them were ready, each set on slaughter. The gate's great prince stood firm, unmoving, prepared behind his high shield, waiting in his shining armor. The monster came quickly toward him, pouring out fire and smoke, hurrying to its fate. Flames beat at the iron shield, and for a time it held, protected Beowulf as he'd planned. Then it began to melt, and for the first time in his life that famous prince fought with fate against him, with glory denied him. He knew it, but he raised his sword and struck at the dragon's scaly hide. The ancient blade broke, bit into the monster's skin, drew blood, but cracked and failed him before it went deep enough, helped him less than he needed. The dragon leaped with pain, thrashed and beated him, spouting murderous flames, spreading them everywhere, and the gate's ring-giver did not boast of glorious victories in other wars. His weapon had failed him, deserted him now when he needed it most, that excellent sword. Egito's famous son stared at death, unwilling to leave this world, to exchange it for a dwelling in some distant place, a journey into darkness that all men must make, as death ends their brief few hours on earth. Quickly the dragon came at him, encouraged, as Beowulf fell back, its breath flared, and he suffered, wrapped around in swirling flames, a king before but now a beaten warrior. None of his comrades came to him, helped him as brave and noble followers. They ran for their lives, fled deep in a wood, and only one of them remained, stood there miserable, remembering, as a good man must, what kinship should mean.